This week 16 NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. To enter that sports gambling podcast.com slash helmet. And football bingo is back this time for the NFL Christmas Day slate. Free to play, and every bingo gets a hundred dollar SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Brian real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog dog. Oh, Sean, here we are. Uh, look, week but six, my last remote show. I thought you would might, might be on top of it, but I, I got I got to do a click and I didn't really, it's like my, my right hand can't do both Welcome things at to the my same world. time. Uh, what's up, dude. How about this? What's up? Oh, I'm just feeling feeling good, you know. Giants are headed towards the playoffs. Not trying to mush anything or oh, anything wow. like that. All time jinx to start the show. Uh, I'm sitting here looking. If you're watching on YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast, no, I'm not trying to pay tribute to the Jersey legend that I am. I'm once again, Sean. It's still Christmas. It's still time. Maybe a <laughs> hey. New Year's present. Oh, the refs are terrorist shirts. <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's go. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's all. Just plugs yes. out of the way. <laughs> YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Chat is alive and well. Matty Ice, Steelers fan, saying what's up? RIP to Franco Harris. Yes. Mm. True legend uh of the game. Chat, rest in peace, Franco Harris. Of course, if you fly into Pittsburgh, you see uh two statues. One I think is uh JFK, the other Franco Harris. I don't know. I don't know who the non-football guy is. I'm too dialed in. Uh, laser focus to football, but uh, he's predicting the hang 32 on the Raiders clip it. You know, John Madden in heaven is going to be loving this game. Steelers Raiders, just great football. Uh, I mean, John Madden, AKA future Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. How, how, how do you know he's not current Santa Claus, right? I, I don't, I assume you have to like get upgraded to that stature, but he'll get there just like he got to the Monday night booth. It didn't start that way, right? He had to work through Fox. He eventually worked the way to the top. I just I, I feel like he's eventually going to be delivering presents through a chimney. <laughs> imagine uh, Madden you, doing. You got to leave a blooming onion for uh, Santa Madden to come. Uh, imagine the, the, he needs snacks because he's got to deliver. All the good football guys and girls will get a uh, you know some uh, a telestrator in their stocking if Santa <laughs> Madden comes. No, it's legs from the turducken. 
That, that's a- oh, okay. That's <laughs> right. You got to leave out a nice little uh, turkey uh, duck in <laughs> leg from a good old Saint Madden. I need to right. hold on though. We do need a ma- if if there is a if Frank Caliendo's listening. No, he's a big fan of the show. Maybe we can get a, sa- a Madden call Santa coming down the chimney. That, to me, that that's that's well, what, you, what you gotta do here is you gotta find. There's a gap here in the chip. Now it depends what kind of chimney you got. Because if you got one of those new chimneys, I like an old school Santa. He's not gonna break in the back door. He's gonna come right down your chimney. See, I feel like this is the kind of thing where when he's calling a play, where a, a somehow an offensive <laughs> lineman's gotten his hands on the ball and he starts getting giggly about a fat guy running. Uh, anyway, Merry Christmas. Uh. A H Matar, I think that's our boy uh, Adi, uh, yeah. clip clip legend, social media guru, saying the Colts finally let a uh, Super Bowl <laughs> champ start. Yes, Adi has been with me, calling for Nick Foles to start. Colts finally <laughs> did the right thing, started him. Oh man, there's so many so many fun storylines this NFL Week 16 picks, and of course. If you're betting on the National Football League, getting down on some college football, couch basketball, whatever it is, you gotta be doing it over at WinBet slash WinBet, so they know we sent you. Uh, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. State restrictions apply on that bonus. I know tomorrow, flying back uh, to the West Coast, finish up Christmas stuff over there. I'll be spending some time in the great garden state, AKA New Jersey, AKA a win bet state, AKA a win bet casino state, right? You know, the Newark airport, when you can turn it into the win Las Vegas, just using your mobile phone, it's a beautiful thing. So uh, look forward to me uh, unloading a bunch of credits at the Newark airport terminal, playing some live blackjack in the WinBet casino, sports gambling podcast.com slash WinBet. 100% deposit bonus up to $100 for the casino. So many ways to win. Sports gambling podcast.com slash WinBet. Bet big. Win bigger with WinBet. Offer subjects to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you're somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Place your bets, please. We do have to do another blackjack stream. That was way oh, yeah. too. I was watching the clip of me uh, commenting on the uh, dealer, the, the dealer quality, and it just—it <laughs> really is all. It's almost as funny as Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach uh, mask shenanigans at the SEC uh, kickoff. All right, it's an all-timer. A- anything else to flush out from Week 15 uh, or or from the 13 Win Club, Sean? Nope. No. Is it lonely? It is lonely at the top, Ryan. It's just me, Gardner Minshew, rare breed, untamed, ready to go. You brought it with you? <laughs> yeah, of course I brought it with me. What do you think I'm gonna? I'm gonna travel back home for a Sunday. Any I mean, issue? you know, that that Bears game was a little touch and go, Ryan. That you don't get to thirteen and one by not doing your part as a fan. I mean, uh, I agree. Laugh all you want. Eight six and one or whatever uh, the hell you guys are. Eight five. Eight and five one. and one. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I just hopefully TSA didn't give you any trouble with uh with all those rocks going through security. Well, you're you're not allowed to travel with ten thousand dollars in cash, but or <laughs> cash equivalent. So this thing, it's pretty close. They said it's like you know high nines. They they went. It, it got sent out to like the uh, the jeweler on location. He's like, you're good. It's only nine five. TSA has a guy <laughs> with one of those jeweler loops. Uh, all right, you ready to talk week sixteen? Let's talk ball. We got a game Thursday night. 
I called it a jag off earlier when we were doing the mm. props on the Thursday night props episode. Check that out. Uh, it just it seems like this is going to be a gross game. It, we have seen some movement in the number. Jags now a one and a half point dog, plus one hundred five on the money line. Jets minus one twenty five. Thirty seven is the total. Uh, Mike White has already been ruled out, which means we get uh, part two of the Zach Wilson experience. Uh, I there's this narrative out in the media right now that he's not he wasn't horrible last week. Uh, again, I Sean will tell you I don't necessarily listen uh, or talk to a lot of people. So maybe this is a small, narrow opinion, but it does seem like people are finding a way to talk themselves into him not being horrible. Uh, all of that being said to me, if I ignore the quarterback situation, this is an obvious play on the jets. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's there's so much I like about taking the jets here. And then, you know, Zach Wilson just is yeah, just taking. Yeah, he, he's just destroying it right here. I, uh, I mean, let's start with the the anti stuff on the Jags. The Jags are two and twenty two straight up their last twenty four games. So when good? everyone's talking about how awesome the Jags are, let's not forget they've lost twenty two out of twenty four games on the road, and they're coming off a Super Bowl esque victory for them. You saw Doug P throwing the headset. Uh, the Eagles, uh, a coach, I guess, for the Eagles sent 35 cheesesteaks for Doug <laughs> P and his staff uh, to nice. celebrate the victory over the Cowboys. It, does this sound like a team? They just played an overtime game. Now you're going on a Thursday road trip up to, uh, you know, beautiful New Jersey, Winbeck Casino State, and you're playing in what's going to be some cold, rainy, ugly weather. And last but not least, the I don't know if you saw this, Ryan. Cam Robinson is questionable for this game, the yeah. left tackle for the Jags. And injury news seems to be breaking the Jets' way, minus Mike White, with Quinton Williams looking like he's gonna go. You have a very desperate Jets team. I I'm going Jets here. I know taking Zach Wilson as a favorite is quote unquote a disgusting act, but I think you gotta go Jets here. Maybe I'm crazy. I certainly think Quinton Williams playing is gonna be a huge deal. And I think you know, the deeper you, you look into it, the more that maybe Corey Davis matters. Uh, the, uh, I I just, I look at this game and I see the weather report and it's going to be rainy. There's going to be some wind. I, I almost certainly think it maybe this neutralizes the quarterbacks enough for it to not matter. And I think just situationally, like you mentioned the short week, the uh, celebration of cheese steaks, uh, AKA like everyone is talking about the Jags. Like, Oh yeah, they're totally going to come back and win this division and cash my fucking division bets. So me and my other spreadsheet friends can be fucking celebrating with sparkling cider on new year's. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm still grumpy. I didn't tell the post office story. I'll, yeah, uh, Ryan, uh, we'll, we'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, I know you're dealing with some holiday stress. We can uh, say that for the Dave or manscaped read. Oh, both ways. Yeah. Both yeah. great ways to relieve your holiday stress. Uh, uh, teaser alert. The, the, uh, there was an old lady at the post office. Just, I was being what? a good Samaritan. You can't, you can't tease it again. Just tell the story now. Okay. I was being a good Samaritan and I was holding the door open for an old lady. She walks in and as I, I kind of like slide over, like it's that weird position where I'm like cross-handed opening the door, holding it above her head because she's short, but she clearly was struggling with the door. She bumps into me as she's walking in, proceeds to turn around and accused me of reaching in her purse to steal her money. <laughs> now, wow. I am I am very much not a hostile person. I rarely will raise my voice or create conflict. 
I look around to to make sure that someone else witnessed this act. And this this old old ass man was across the room. He looked at me as if he couldn't see a goddamn thing. So I'm like, "All right." She starts screaming. I'm like, "All right, that's that's enough." Like, "Ma'am, you're you're I don't know what you think is happening, but I'm not like I have nothing in my hands nor do I care to steal your money." So then the postal employee comes out and basically tells me I need to leave. <laughs> at which point I, I'm, I'm sitting you there got like kicked out of the post office I'm like, for trying to rob an old lady. And I could tell that this Mexican dude that was like kind of on the outside saw most of it, maybe from through the door uh, as I turned around and just, you know, I'm like, you know what? Merry Christmas. And I just left. I just <laughs> left. I, I got kicked out of a post office. I had to fucking go to another place to go deal with what I had to deal with. Oh, I mean, it was unbelievable, Sean. That, that's the <laughs> last hold, holding a door for an old lady. Got uh, that's the karma I get. Uh, all of that being said, I think you mentioned it. Lawrence four and eleven ATS on the road. Uh, Jags note it, Sean. We have a couple different road animals who are going to have some fleas. You're going to want to take your your pet to the vet. Cause the Jags are a massive public spot right here. Reverse line move, like everything you want to sprinkle into this one. Let's take the jets and uh, let's not lock it up this week though. Sean, that that's probably the advice no. I have for us. It's Thursday night. And I've also been pretty, let's not forget how bad I am on Thursday night. Uh, I did finally get one right last week, but uh, it was only due to the influence of Katie moving along to Sunday giants. Speaking of uh, teams from Jersey. Giants heading to Minnesota, the spaceship Vikings laying four minus one ninety on the money line plus one sixty for the giants. 48 is the total. A lot of people getting their jokes in. He's both these teams suck. Both. These are both bet against teams. These teams have both been so lucky. Wins don't matter. Sean both in the playoffs. Too. Uh, suck it. Well, they uh, they don't to some degree. I mean, you know, you could win a lot of games and still not cover spreads. I, you know, Daniel Jones on the road, much better than Daniel Jones at home. I think, you know, you saw a little bit of dog at a Saquon Barkley last week. Uh, you know, the, how you beat the the Vikings is by passing the ball down the field. I'm I'm worried Dalvin Cook is the difference maker in this game, and he could run all over the run all over the giants. And that ultimately um, is the difference, but the Vikings defense is really bad. I mean, you know, the Vikings defense, you forget that in that game, they did let up 33 points to the Colts. Now, some of that was defensive touchdowns by Kirk cousins. Some of that was some special team stuff, but they also looked really, really bad. I I'm going to go giants here, catching the four. This feels like another three point game for the Vikings. Like all the Vikings do is play close games. I, I just don't think you can take them laying any sort of points right now with any sort of confidence. Uh, I I just don't know how you can suggest that this giants team should continue to be disrespected as a dog like this. All they do is cover spreads. I don't know if you gave the numbers out, Sean, but eight and two is a dog five and one on the road, four and two straight up on the road. Dan Jones is just a dude making you money this year. And it's got, it's gotta be painful for some people. And if you haven't caught any of the other episodes this week, I'm going to be sweating heavy in the FFPC main event with Jalen Hurts down like a bitch. Doesn't matter. Rolling, you, rolling Dan Jones out there against Minnesota. It's a great matchup. And I think the angle here, I mean, you nailed it. First half against 
the Colts, no Jonathan Taylor. He got banged up. Like this is just a team that can come out flat and, and maybe they'll come back. I just think that the giants team has continued to cover spreads because they've continued to out game plan their opponents. And I don't think there's a ton. The, the, the new coaching staff in Minnesota has done. They've won a lot of close games, which is great. And they've definitely made some adjustments in games, but they've also let themselves come out of game. Like they've been out of situations and had to come back in, which is not what the giants have done. It's kind of been the opposite if anything. So uh, I, Look, the hot take here is that we were coming out of this game where that we're talking about, uh, you know, m- maybe the giants can do something in the playoffs. The other way is this is a massive letdown spot after a must win divisional game against a team. You just tied. Well, Def- and it could be, a, it could be a letdown spot for the, the Vikings too. I mean, you know, winning that game in the fashion they did. They, I mean, if you remember last time this happened, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the bills got destroyed after they, after that Frank Wright comeback game, right? Like, yeah. wasn't that the, uh, doesn't that the, yeah, wasn't they, that the get, wasn't the Super Bowl after uh, where they got destroyed? Yeah, they, th- that was the end of the road right after that. So, I mean, but look, I'm never not gonna, I'm, you can't lay the points with Kirk Cousins here, even though it's at 10 a.m. Kind of wish they flexed this one, Sean. This would have been a fun nighttime game. Yeah, I don't know. I, is anyone really running to lay the points with the Vikings here? Well, I mean, what are the splits? I feel like the, uh, it's a, it's like, like six, it's like fifty five of percent of the tickets. Yeah, I guess I just don't get it. I, I guess the weapons, the mat, the mismatch. Uh, I, with well, Justin real quick, Jefferson. I am incorrect. They they won the um, divisional playoff game after that as well, and AFC Championship. They went on to lose that, the Super Bowl. They, oh, they did head, go on to the lose the Super Bowl. Game. No, that was actually a wild card game. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, I, so we agree. We're both taking the Giants. No respect for the yes. Vikings. That, that it is crazy to be ten and zero in one score games. I can't wait to talk about that next year in the preview about why why we're going to be fading them. By the way, we didn't uh, we didn't cheers the Giants. They have hit their over on the win total. So, uh, well, I, so did the Eagles like five weeks ago, right? Yeah, that, that's fine. I I that, we're not talking about the Eagles right now. You're you're why being, not? You always you're, you're being grumpy. You did call Jalen Hurts a pitch. And well, that, he, for, he's and resting the season. And by the way, have you are the reports true that he broke his collarbone? I uh, know you didn't break his collarbone. Okay. What reports are you reading? I don't know. Just lur- lurking through the internet. No, he, he, they, they got an x-ray. It wasn't a broken collarbone. So he's not out um, for the regular season. No, I mean, they might sit him if they, I mean, if they beat Dallas with Gardner Minshew, they lock up the number one seed. I think if they lose the Dallas, you will definitely see him the following week against the saints. All right. Uh, check it into the YouTube chat, Brandon Nash, my guys. Worst of luck to you this weekend, Mr. Oh, wow. Stacking the Money Green. Uh, he's a Cowboys fan, of course. Worst of luck to you as well. He's asking if I'm in my childhood bedroom right now. No, I'm in my dad's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if you could call it like an office storage room area. Uh, yeah, so that's where I'm hanging out. No, no childhood bedroom. Memories. There's no sweet Randall Randall Cunningham posters up. Some hot babes on the wall. I did find my uh, <laughs> I did find my box of trading cards. I thought they were Ooh. completely lost, so I maybe I'll have to um, post some of the kind of sweet. Oh, dude, this is pretty awesome. It's a uh, it's a Brett Favre. Ah. It's, it's a Brett Favre oh. card, but it's like Berman's best. It's Chris Berman and Brett Favre on one football card. Oh my goodness! It's really amazing. Oh. 
All right. Let's, I mean that I, I honestly like some of that stuff's probably worth some money, Sean, bring it into the office. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, swag up the studio. All right, let's move along. The, the weather in this next game is supposed I to I just be- looked it up on eBay. It's uh, $9 and 40 cents. Oh, hell of a fine. It's a badass card though. Hell of a find. That's like what all those uh, digital cards are worth that people get all excited about. It's solid $9 and 95 cents plus EV Sean plus EV. All right. Saints Browns. This feels a lot like the game we discussed last week in Cleveland, uh, two and a half point spread for the home team. Browns minus minus one fifty on the money line. Saints plus plus one thirty. 32 and a half is the total, which is comically low. I think it was even lower earlier in the week, maybe 31. Uh, it's bounced back a bit. seems like the weather's not going to be as bad as initially reported, but we're still expected to have winds uh, 25 to 40 miles an hour. We're still expected to have cold ass temperatures. And, you know, I guess this, this is another game where maybe we're talking about neutralizing the quarterbacks a bit, but it feels like a similar handicap. The road team saints this time, instead of the Ravens can run the ball. They might not have much at quarterback. So I, I know I was wrong with the handicap last week, but I'm inclined to do the same thing and just kind of lean into the idea that this, isn't this going to be a kitchen sink Taysom Hill game. This they're still in the playoff hunt and it's a Stefanski as a, a favorite. We fade that. Yeah. I'm going Browns here. I, I see that angle. I think beating the Falcons was their Super Bowl? We see this all the time with dome teams in the end of December, end of the year, going outdoors in frigid conditions, going to feel like nine degrees. I I get that you can run on this Browns team, but I think, uh, yeah, I think the Browns have enough of a pass rush uh, that they'll be able to rattle Andy Dalton a little bit. So I actually like the Browns here, and you know we're seeing some. Some I, I wouldn't call it explosions from Deshaun Watson. I would just call it like, you know, a little pre-explosion. You know, he's getting excited. He's at these has some plays where you see they're not like great football plays, but they're at least plays where you you kind of see the athleticism that got him 250 million guaranteed. I don't know if he necessarily goes off here, but I I do like the Browns here laying two and a half. I don't love it. I see the case for the saints, but it's still a non-conference uh, road spot for the saints on Christmas Eve. I mean, this team has been out of the playoffs for a long, well, I guess not technically, yeah. but what do, you, what do you mean? I mean, well, what are they? I don't know. All right. Tampa is six and eight Carolina yeah. five and nine Atlanta five and nine New Orleans five and nine. I mean, their odds to You're win. right. They are in the mix. I, I, I guess just in my head, I wrote them off, but I, that, that being said, I still like the Browns here. I, I just can't trust this Dennis Allen team to go on the road and do anything. All right. Can I, what if, what if uh, it's just the Taysom Hill game? What if they, yeah, no, I mean, this would be the Taysom Hill game, right? Yeah. Dalton has strangely performed well in cold weather. I, I wrote down this nugget. He's New Orleans, at, New Orleans is just horrible on the road. One in five ATS. That for me, that's the handicap, points. honestly. Yeah, you know this is probably a stay away, Sean. But I, I am going to take the Saints randomly here. I Taysom Hill plays a lot, and you're going to hate that you're you're going against them. Also, uh, oh, I'm not going to. This is not going in any sort of card. Ch- Chubb on the injury report, and worth noting, lots. Uh, this is one of the games where. Uh, pretty lopsided ticket wise to the Cleveland Browns. Pretty lopsided. I mean, they almost lost to Desmond Ritter, who looked horrible. 
this is this is fair. This is fair. Desmond Ritter and Deshaun Watson are very close in the power rankings for me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you. And, and honestly, I've heard Deshaun does struggle to perform when it's extremely cold outside. Uh, he shrivels. He, oh, I, I don't know how he performs not well. I just know he doesn't perform well. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like I was saying, much more money uh, coming in on the Saints, much more uh, more of the tickets on the uh, Cleveland Browns. So you're going against the Sharps here, uh, a.k.a. me, by taking the Cleveland Browns. And also, Sean, you're supposed to take the two and a half. Don't lay it. Cle- or Detroit, they're heading to Carolina where the Panthers are two and a half point home dogs, plus 125 on the money line, minus 145 for the Lions. 44 is the total. I have a fun nugget for you, Sean. Would you believe that between Sam Darnold and Jared Goff, they have played a combined six games in their NFL careers when it's been below freezing, which is a, it, which it's strangely expected to be in Charlotte for this game. That that uh, that's really shocking for Sam Darnold, considering he was drafted by the Jets. Like how many? Goff, it makes sense. How many games of those six co- between the two have they won? Zero. There's no way they won. Sam Darnold has one victory in freezing uh, temperatures. <laughs> Ger- Jared Goff has uh, zero. Uh, so again, these th- this could be a massive shitstorm. And before you you get into it, I did just last week say I don't know if I can I can't I shouldn't bet on Sam Darnold anymore. Yeah, I think as a favorite, I think Sam okay. Darnold as a favorite is a different animal. Sam Darnold as a home dog after the Lions uh, having, you know, again, dumping the Gatorade. We got to 500, back to back road game for the Lions. You know, the Panthers are an interesting team to bet on when they're playing up a, a team that can't stop the run, a la the Seattle Seahawks, right? A la the Detroit Lions, Detroit 28th in rushing defense. If the Panthers can run on you, they can make this a game. This is the Steve Wilkes get up game. He is the old, I mean, this is just football guy versus football guy action. There's no, uh, you know, you don't have to be worried about being outsmarted with some guy with like scheme and, uh, you know, motive and legit motivation angles a la Mike Tomlin. You don't have to worry about some dude who's working over here. You just have to worry about two guys. Uh, I mean, this game would be better off if they just decided it via Oklahoma drill. I would support that. Ooh, between the coaches. This, I mean, the Lions really didn't look that good. And if it wasn't for. Zach Wilson's turnovers and that punt yeah. return for a touchdown, they lose uh-huh. that game. I I think the Panthers, they're not good. They're they're one dimensional, but I don't know if they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot. And I think their ability to run gives that team some confidence. So I like the Panthers here as a home dog. So you're saying Sam Darnold won't be shooting himself in the foot? Confirmed. Relative. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, I guess. To me, it's like how many interceptions does Sam Darnold throw? He's thrown zero so far this season. You know, and he again, like 14 for 23 for 225, touchdown, no picks, QB rating 108. That's what he did last week against the Steelers. I, you know, the issue was they just weren't able to run the ball because uh, the Steelers' rush defense is good. So I think you're going up against a very, very different defense here. I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, I'm pulling up their rushing stats, but yeah, I mean, they just didn't, you know, Deonta Foreman had 10 carries for nine yards. If, if the, if the lions rush defense is that good, 
And, and they did actually, you know, do decent against the against the Jets. I just think some of it's the Jets' offense, though. But um, they, I, I like I like Deonta Foreman to have a good game here. They've been half decent against the run. They've definitely been trending in the right direction. Their their de- defensive lines up to 16th in line yards. So they've they've held uh, specifically they've held like the top running back on teams down uh, over the last like five or six weeks. Uh, you'll remember Barkley didn't really do much against them back in that game. I, I think uh, we should have mentioned it with the last game because there's tons of guys on the injury report for both sides. But this this is one of those games where it does seem like the Lions are a little bit more of the injured team. And to your point, these back-to-back road spots, they start trending uh, tougher as the season goes along. We're supposed to take the two and a half, not lay it. And Sam Darnold has experience winning a game below freezing. So give me the Panthers. I'm with you. It feels like the first leg of our teaser, right? Or is I'm that not, da- is that danger? I'm not putting Sam Darnold in a teaser. <laughs> Wong, you know, do, do, I don't care what the Wong guy says. It's a pleaser. I'll man. tell you this: Sam Darnold is the Wong guy to put in a teaser. Clip that. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, Wong. Detroit covered. Wong. Seven. Detroit's covered. Uh, yeah. Dong. <laughs> covered seven straight. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Come quote. on, the, Detroit. Detroit's like. You know, me and Terrell on a blackjack run. Eventually, it's gonna cool off. Gotta gotta grab the chips, make a run. You know, find a new table. I I just don't see it continuing for. Yeah, we gotta gamble with Terrell soon. All right, another early kick here on Christmas Eve. Bengals heading to New England to face the Patriots, who are quote reviewing how they're playing situational football per coach Bill Belichick after that hilarious (laughs) ending. Uh, where uh, Chandler Jones uh, sent Mac Jones to the center of the earth. Patriots plus 140 at home, minus 165 for the Bengals. 41 and a half is the total. If I didn't say it, it's Bengals minus three. Surprised this hasn't gone to three and a half yet with the, the way people seem to have confidence with Joe Burrow right now. A lot of people are referring to the Joe fact Burr. Yeah, he, he's great in the cold. Uh, this gonna be it's gonna be a. a I did write down weather reports for all the games because this Colby's gonna love football this weekend. Almost every oh. game is being played in cold weather outside. Uh, we're gonna have a bit of wind in this one. It's gonna be uh, below freezing, somewhere between fifteen and twenty degrees. Uh, there, there's like again, like the the veteran gambler in me just sees this and it's like, oh yeah, we've seen this before. Like Belichick has been whipping out good defensive game plans and they just blew a fucking game. Embarrassingly, they're still uh, like, they still control their own destiny. I believe for the playoffs, I'm, I'm going to lean into the contrarian take and say, you know, maybe the bucks were complicit in that comeback and I'm leaning Patriots here. I got, I'm going to hear your, your argument because Patriots as the home dog seems like the right side. No, uh, it's a square sharp play of the day, right? Is it? Uh, glad you found it. Yeah, Cincinnati's awesome. They're nineteen and three ATS. They just Joe Burrow just said, "I don't give a shit about your close your eyes special." He did just totally destroyed it. And you know, it's the uh, there's a number of reasons too. I mean, if you're if you're Mac Jones, what would you rather, Matt Patricia to make love to your girlfriend in oh. front of you, or oh. Bill, or Bill Belichick to go up in a press conference and say, you don't have what it takes to throw a hail Mary. This team is in shambles. Like there's no way I'm taking this team that, you know, how does new England win games, right? They win games because they're great at stopping the run 
and then it forces teams to become one dimensional. And, and then they run the ball with Ramon J. Stevenson. I just don't think they're going to be able to do that against this Bengals team. Uh, the Bengals have a shit ton of confidence right now. And I, I just don't see anyone slowing them down, especially on the back end. Like I, you know, when be damned, Joe Burrow has won a lot of games in cold weather. He's very familiar with it. And there's a reason everyone's on it. I mean, I, I get it. You can get cute and take Mac Jones and plus three and a half or plus four, whatever we're picking it at. But I, it just makes no sense to me. Well, I'm glad I saved my best nugget for last. You failed to mention the look ahead spot here that I know this is a back-to-back road spot against a new England Patriots team, but they got the bills on deck Monday night football. I'm sticking to my guns here. I'll be a square sharp. Uh, this is a very public side. 81% of the bets are on your Cincinnati Bengals. So I'll stay contrarian. I'll stay on the dogs, cold weather, football weather, Sean, it's time to start uh, crushing these, these dogs. Unlike your chalky ass. I mean, laying three is just a beautiful, beautiful price, right? You're you know right. what the wise men, right? what the wise men, uh, when they brought Jesus gifts, you know what they gave him, Ryan? What's that? Gold, frankincense, and burr. Joe Burrow, Christmas Eve. Let's go. Long. Come on. Cox. Yeah. I, I, That's look, just fun. It's good that we're disagreeing. It's healthy. Buffalo yeah. heads to Chicago where it's good for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, let me just, you're going to make me click over and see that. Yep. Oh, better overall record on the season. You're welcome. Buffalo heads to Chicago where we're, another weather game. We're outside. We're talking about football and it's Justin Fields. I, I mean, if, if there isn't a guy who is more likely to get a fucking participation trophy than this Justin Fields, everyone loves him. Everyone wants to talk yeah. about how great he is. They haven't yep. won a game the entire time he's been good. They've not won one fucking game the entire time he's been good. It's phenomenal. The Bears fans still haven't found their way into my mentions since they, oh, three and three. Fuck you. What'd you say they were going to be? Three and 14? Well, they're three and 11. Come at me. All right. Bears are catching nine at home, plus 330 on the money line. Bills minus 430. 40 and a half is the total. As I mentioned, we're having weather in this one, Sean, which has to make me think. And it's wind, the kind of weather that can even neutralize uh, Josh Allen in his peak. And Josh Allen is back to doing like 2019 Josh Allen things. I think with the neutral, you neutralize the, 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 here's what scares me. You neutralize the quarterback or the passing game. Obviously it's a clear aid for fields, but this is another game, Sean, that for a a game of so, so many kind of, uh, I don't know, interesting non-conference matchups. This is another smashingly like fleas all over the public dog here with the bears. Yeah, I mean you're crazy. I all over the Chicago Bears here. No, I like um, the Bears. That's what scares me though is that everyone is betting yeah. the Bears. Well, to me, the, again, this is less me getting excited about the Chicago Bears and me knowing to fade the Buffalo Bills. Like we saw it, uh, we saw it on Christmas. We saw it against the Dolphins. Like where are you? Where are the Bills getting these like blowout wins? They're just not consistently putting up thirty points and. You know the Eagles found out firsthand. Chicago will backdoor <laughs> like a motherfucker, and you know they're gonna they're gonna toss up some prayers. 
And you know, to your point, Ryan, the Bills are looking at the, the Bengals. They're worried about yep. getting the number one seed. They're already thinking about other stuff. He's not going to get. There's no Bills mafia that's going to show up in this game in Chicago. I mean, this is a classic. I don't now bears money line is a whole different story, but nine points is a lot, especially in a game where like, you know, it's going to be tough to kick the ball. It's going to be tough to punt, kick field goals. How do you pile up big uh, covers in the NFL with explosive plays in the air? And, you know, I just don't, they haven't done that all year, let alone in cold weather with tons of wind, both defenses score a touchdown. feels like a fun prop bet for this game. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I feel like we we need to play this audio we have from Justin Fields. Uh, I think he was referring to a moment in the the Eagles game, but I'll, I'll let him explain. I don't know. I, I I felt like I was down, and then I just felt a three hundred pound guy, you know, come come on the back. So I'm like, well, pause. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no means no, uh, three hundred pound dude. That's great. He said, "Whoa, pause." Oh, and, and uh, whoa, pause means like, oh shit. Uh, Josh Allen. Also, we've been talking about this Josh Allen elbow thing, mm. you know, and normally as the, as it goes on, you think like, okay, he's getting healthier and healthier. But for the first time it, since the elbow injury, he was actually limited in practice. So I don't think it's necessarily getting better. And I think playing outdoors in the cold like this, and we saw it against the dolphins. He's still doing Josh Allen things like that fumble he had. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't see them blowing this Bears team out. The, they're just they don't have blowout wins anymore. This is like a master and his his apprentice. Like Justin Fields really like has a lot of uh like if if Josh Allen couldn't throw the ball at yeah. all. Like actually early on he had bad accuracy, but it was a different kind of problem. Boy, they they are very similar dudes, like very strong runners, kind of like na- naivete, like through the roof sometimes. Uh man. Yeah, you gotta take the points. This to me, the handicap to this game. It, it, or to the Buffalo Cincy game next week is no different than the Eagles Cowboys game. You just fade both sides looking ahead. Strange that the two of the teams were playing the bears, but yeah, I'll give me the bears. I, I Brian Dable ain't coming out of that, that locker room anytime soon to make those second half adjustments for you. Ken Dorsey gonna have to figure it out on your own. Next up AFC South. Uh, one of the few division battles this weekend, Houston taking on Tennessee Titans laying three and a half minus half, minus one sixty five on the money line, Houston plus plus one forty. 35 and a half is the total came out pretty widely that Ryan Tannehill is now out for the season. Uh, rest in peace to fellow team Ryan member. Oh man. They're just a different team with him. He, as much as Wait, he's, he's officially out for the season. I saw a number of reports stating that. Yes. Okay. So uh, as much as he's not an elite quarterback, he really elevates this team specifically with what he can do and the style of play and the, the big physical kind of can, can kind of, uh, run a little bit, get the, get the ball where it needs to be. And I, I, I don't know if it matters in this matchup, but I, I do think he's like Malik Willis is not ready to play. Yeah. I mean, I guess worth pointing out the last time, um, the Titans and Texans play Malik Willis was the quarterback, got them the win, got yeah. them the cover. It was great. Uh, barely. Hey, what do you throw the ball? Like six times the, the, I did the Derrick Henry game log against the uh, Texans <laughs> and it's pretty hilarious. 30. Th- this is just, you know, going back in order 32, two nineteen, two touchdowns, 34 carries, 250 yards, three touchdowns, 22 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns. 
Now, some of this is COVID. He did miss one game in there, but the last time he didn't run for over 200 yards against the Houston Texans was back in 2019. Uh, he had 21 for 86, which isn't, which isn't a horrible game. Do you think? Uh, I, I, I was just going to say, do you think the discount we're getting is worth it? Like, from because it almost seems like maybe what you're saying is it doesn't matter that Ryan Tannehill is not there. Well, not against the, uh, it might not matter against the Texans. It could matter uh, down the line. I'll tell you what I'm betting on or what I'm rooting for. I'm, I'm going to be rooting my ass off for the Texans because I just did, as we discussed on the Thursday night prop show, Ryan, I shopped around. I found Colts to win the division at 140 to one. No, uh, you didn't. And I got down on that for a nice little cash. Oh, now, shopping, if, if Nick Foles can pull out a miracle, I'm walking home with a Hyundai here in, in just three weeks. So, <laughs> but this has to go your way. The, oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's essentially like a nine game parlay um, because you know, you, I don't think there's much wiggle room on the results here. That being said, this Texans team has been scrappy. Do we have a, do we have a flow chart for Texans at Titans? Oh man, I, I should I should have come prepared with that. I'll I'll dig it up. What I would note is that Houston's played two games inside, and they are still rolling a two quarterback system, which <laughs> is a little little worrisome uh, for me. So I guess uh, it, the the system says Houston covers versus Tennessee. Really. But I think when I I think when you zoom in, it went since Vrabel, uh, he's been doing fine versus the Texans. So, I, and you got a lot of very very big spreads there. To me, I think the discount we're getting with Malik Willis is 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 fine because, as I mentioned, Houston. This is another. We're in Tennessee, right? This is the South. It's projected to be 15 degrees at kickoff with winds between 10 and 20 miles an hour. Uh, so again, if we're, if we neutralize the quarterback play, which not to say that Houston's very good either, but Malik Willis just can't throw. And if we just play yeah. a game where both teams have to run the ball, Damian Pierce is out. So it becomes an easy handicap. And uh, Yoda once told me you lay the three and a half. You don't take it. I'm kind of talking myself into the Texans, Ryan. No, you're not. The two quarterback system, <laughs> something they haven't seen the, the, the Tennessee passing defense. <laughs> is really Ugh. bad. And did we see a, is there a little bit of dream crusher going on with this Titans team where, you know, they went out to Los Angeles. They gave it all they had. They played a really tough game. Derrick Henry had a really good game, still not enough to get it done. And you lose Ryan Tannehill for the season. I mean, those guys in the locker room suiting up, they know Malik Willis isn't the guy they know it, you know, when, and if they get to the playoffs, they're not doing anything with what Malik are you Willis. talking about They're they're They know that they're in the playoffs now. And all they have to do is beat this crappy ass Texans team to, I mean, obviously there are multiple ways they can get in, but it starts with them getting a win right here. Jacksonville. We're going to know how Jacksonville's done by this point, but come on, Mike Vrabel's a good coach. I know you like him better as a dog than a favorite, but you just highlighted why none of the handicap matters. Derrick Henry gets loose. Houston has no offense. They don't have a passing game to, to, to defeat the Tennessee secondary. There's going to be crazy wind. It's going to be cold as shit. Come on. Lovey Smith's beard is going to be frozen. 
Speaking of two football <laughs> guy, this will be another. He game. looks like a guy who's. He looks like a guy who's lived in the cold. Now nah, you're right. I'll I'll take the Titans minus three and a half. I, I was trying to make the case for the Texans. No, not it's not. Gonna, this they're going to need a miracle, Ryan. They've had two. They're going to need something special. They just went to overtime against the Chiefs. Like you want to talk about a letdown spot for a bad team. I might as well have won the Super Bowl. I mean, they they did they let down after their Cowboys near loss and and covered. No, no because I told you that wasn't a big deal. You were the only one saying that was a big game. It was the Chiefs game that they were getting up. Anyway, too many uh, too many words. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this will be another fun Oklahoma drill by the coaches, Lovey Smith and Mike Vrabel. No, uh, Vrabel would kill him, but uh, I like the heart of uh, Lovey has a ton of heart. All right. Now last early or one more, two more early kicks, 10 AM on the West coast. We got Seattle coming off Thursday night, uh, getting their butts kicked by the Niners chiefs. As we mentioned, coming off an overtime thriller against the Houston Texans chiefs laying 10 minus four seventy five on the money line, Seattle plus three sixty five. Forty nine is the total. I mean, Tyler Lockett is going to be out. We're probably looking at a situation where is what's what's the status of Walker? Uh, man, this I know it, it. He's questionable. He played he played in the Thursday night game, and you're giving him long rest. I'm just I saying, how pretty effect, decent. How, how effective is he going to be? Well, yeah. I mean, he was also going up against. Um, That's a fair point. You know, he was going up against the 49ers defense, and I still thought he played all right. Twelve for forty-seven. I. You know, I, I think he could have a really good game against this against this shitty Chiefs Ooh. defense that lets anyone run all over him. I mean, I, I get that the Chiefs are coming back home, but man, uh, again, Chiefs are a team that just aren't blowing out teams right now. Yeah, but Sean, you know what this is? They three straight road games. Now they come home. They're a much different team at home. Very, very. Again, another side here where Seattle catching. A lot, uh, a lot of the money, or I'm sorry, a lot of the tickets, not nearly as much of the money. I, I wonder if this Seattle team is just like burning. They haven't covered in five weeks. It seems like they're, they're the regression's happening fast. The Chiefs can very easily uh, whoop the shit out of a team. Uh, I don't, I, I don't really know where the weather being cold as shit and with decent wind goes, but like, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Geno Smith in a, in a game where there, there might be some wind, you know what? I, I've been pretty, I've been taking a lot of dogs so far, but I think in this one, I, I take Kansas city. I, I know it's a, it's potentially a sleepy spot and I think it's more just a bet against Seattle at this point. Uh, I, I think I'm on, I'm on Seattle. I like Seattle a ton. I like the fact you're getting double digits. Chiefs are like the Bills. They're just not blowing out teams. They're not putting away teams. They're two and four ATS at home. Like they they they're missing that explosive feature when in Tyree Kill. And I, I think Seattle can do enough offensively to uh, Seattle can hang around against really shitty defenses. They struggle against good defenses like the 49ers. Carolina played some good defense against them. Like that's where they struggle. They thrive against really bad defenses, and this Chiefs defense is pretty bad. I, I don't know how it's going under the radar, but they've just been not good. Yeah, this. Um, do we care that this was a rivalry game back when they were in the same division? Think no, I mean, what am I, Colby? Well, I, it would help your dog angle, but <laughs> no. But I mean, just look at like 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, remember when they played the Rams? Yeah, they they won and they barely, barely covered that. That was one of their two covers, and and that was like when the Rams were at their very bottom. Uh, you know, Jags they only beat by ten at home. Uh, they only beat the Malik Willis and the Titans this by three fair. at these home. Are, these are all fair. They points. lost to the Bills by four. Beat the Raiders by one at home. Like, what? Where are these blowouts? I I don't see them. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's just tough because th- the Seahawks have lost to the Bucks, Raiders, Panthers, and almost lost to the Rams all within the last. I just think they like we thought they like they were supposed to be a really shitty team. They they started out okay. They had a real like stellar you know two months of the season, and since then they've been pretty bad. And I think Tyler Lockett means a lot to the offense. I'm laying the points. Yeah, to me it's it's less about being high on the Seahawks and just knowing that the I Chiefs like can't cover double digits. We're both fading the other team. Beautiful. Yes, exactly. Hey Ryan, you know what I'm not fading? Dave, our good buddy Dave. Hey, you know, uh things get a little tight in the year. Maybe you got some holiday presents you got to buy, you got to do some traveling. It just adds up credit card bill, smoking. You need a couple of extra bucks. That's where Dave comes in handy. Uh, Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash with Dave. There's no interest late fees or credit checks. Uh, That's more money to buy some of those last minute gifts, catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave. Think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the app store right now. Just go to dave.com slash SGPN. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. And, of course, this episode of the sports gambling podcast brought to you by our favorite producers of ball tremors. That's right. Manscape the global leaders in below the waist grooming leaving 2022 with brand new products. You got the preserve cologne and uh, preserve body wash. I like how they refer to all your pubes as crops makes it sound real official. You know, that's why they do daylight saving times, Ryan. So you can uh, have an extra hour uh, a night to uh, harvest your pubes. But with Manscaped, you don't need that extra hour. I mean, you got that lawnmower 4.0. That thing will knock it out real quick. Uh, Ryan, what about you? What was your highlight of 2022? Uh, In the crop department? I don't know. No, this is just general life highlights. Grew some jalapenos. You decide if that's a metaphor. Ryan grew some jalapenos. So, you know, he's taking care of his garden. It's well manscaped and uh, Hey, whatever kind of spicy things you're getting into in your life, get manscaped involved. They got you covered with the weed whacker uh, whacking the weeds. I mean, you know, my nose ears, that's the thing. When you get old, you're just, your ears just start growing. This hair is just bursting at the seams. No chicks are into that. Uh, manscaped.com promo code SGP. You get the, I mean, the package they include, you get the body wash, 
um, the cologne, the uh, weed whacker. Like, really, there are a ton of great products there. 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code SGP. Manscaped.com, promo code SGP. And happy new year to your balls. Oh, that's my favorite part of every year, saying happy new year to my balls. Uh, <laughs> God bless Manscaped. They really, they made it, they make it okay to talk about your balls in public. All right, we got last of the early slate Falcons, Ravens. We got a clash of some birds. Ravens are laying seven and a half, minus 350 on the money line, plus 280 for the Falcons. 35 and a half is the total. I don't think we know who the quarterback is yet. This, oh, the line will tell you. You don't think this is splitting the difference? Oh, maybe. I, this feels like a Lamar Jackson line, though. That's what they originally told us. I, I I tend to think the line would be much bigger if if he is was in. I mean, this is a classic. Atlanta sucks on the road. Atlanta sucks against teams that can stop the run. Ravens number two DVOA against the run. Like that's the end of the handicap. I don't even know if I care who is lining up at quarterback for the Ravens. I think, I think no matter how you slice it, we, we, we're going to see the Ravens probably run all over the Falcons who are a body. They are 26th in rush DVOA. And I think the, the, uh, who were, who are we, uh, the Ravens who are, I'm sorry, sixth against the run. I I think that's the story of this game and I'll lay the points. Desmond Ritter outdoors against this Baltimore defense, which is, you know, they came off a tough loss against Cleveland. Um, they should be able to run, like you said, all over the Falcons defense. It's going to feel like four degrees. You got a dome team, non-conference road spot on Christmas Eve. They want no part of this game. Yeah. Is this the first game we put in the teaser? Now this is teaseworthy. Okay. I mean, you can talk about teasing this game, not uh- Sam Darnold. You know, let's let's before I I do want to uh, just double check where the money's at on this one because, all right, people are betting the Falcons uh, somehow. And although this is worth noting, uh, Ravens have not covered a spread at home. Oh five and one. Eh. I mean, and, and last week on the road, it was really like they had five drives inside the Browns thirty, got three points out of it. Yet Justin Tucker missed two field goals. It, it seemed like a lot of stuff that's just not you know, unsustainable, bad luck, but this Ravens team really is one of the tougher teams to handicap. I'm still, I'm still on them, but they're a weird team. I have a hot take. I don't think Arthur Smith made the quarterback change. Did you watch the game last week against the saints? I mean, yeah. I mean, the big takeaway would be, I, it almost is like one of those situations. He, he, he doesn't trust. Maybe he just doesn't trust the kid. Kind of like Malik Willis with the Titans where they're just not letting him throw the ball at all. To me, I, I'm starting to wonder if part of the reason Mariota said fuck off and went and got surgery was it, this was like ownership stepping in or something weird like that. We want to see what we got in this kid the last couple of games of the season. Lay the points with the Ravens. Like we said, put it in the teaser. All right. Only two games in the afternoon slate. It is Christmas Eve, so we have to start eating food uh, and I guess doing whatever else people do to celebrate Christmas. The Washington Commanders. Speaking like a true Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Washington Commanders, aka Redskins, aka the football team. You know what? When they sell the team, they they should have a survey for the fans to decide what they call the team going forward. Like of those three names, I guarantee they won't pick the Commanders. Washington heads to the Bay Area to take on a former coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, and the San Francisco 49ers. 
I don't have my Brock Hard Purdy shirt on, but uh, I will be rocking it for this game. Niners laying seven, minus three sixty on the money line, plus two eighty for the dead skin. You can't call them the dead skins anymore. They ruined that for us. Thirty eight and a half is the total. Can't call them the four skins. Ruined a lot of stuff for us. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a strong handicap on this one. I think you know I, I barely mention it in the Giants handicap because it, it's not positive for the Giants. But there was a lot poured out in that Giants Washington game last week, so you could yeah. have a little bit of a letdown spot here. And, but but I do think Washington is going to be able to play some run defense, and I wonder what that does to Brock Purdy. We haven't seen him challenged yet, and. and uh, you know, yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen Purdy play a uh, legit defense yet, and I don't know if the te- the Commanders are a dominant defense, but I think they're decent enough. Um, I do worry about Nick Bosa versus Taylor Heineke, and I, I don't really know what the 49ers' motivation is right now. Like, feels like they got the division pretty locked up. Um, you know, I don't doesn't feel like they're really in the mix for the two seed. Maybe, but well, I, I mean, look, the, if, if the giants, if the Vikings have already lost, for example, I, I do think they, they can, I think they see, they see a two seed potentially. Do they care about it? I don't know. I'm with you. It does feel like they're, they're in the playoffs almost as much as the Eagles. And it's in kind of the Vikings too, where it's like, how hard can they really go these last three games? Knowing the games aren't that critical win, but don't cover seems very likely here. Right? Yeah. I mean, Brock Purdy laying seven points. Um, this is maybe where the Brock Purdy, you know, might have a little speed bumps here with the Brock Purdy, uh, you know, dominant everything. And uh, giant uh, commanders have been decent six, two and one ATS their last nine games. And two of those uh, non covers came against the giants. So outside of those, you know, division matchups, which I always struggle with, uh, they've been covering and I, I don't know. It does feel like they're like matchup wise. They might be able to hang like they can play very decent enough. What's up. They're very desperate too. Yeah. They're a desperate team. I, I don't even want to talk about chase young. Cause it looks like his return and Odell Beckham, who he signs with are two stories. I've just been completely could not <laughs> give a shit about hearing anything more about that. But I do think, you know, maybe this is a Heineke game. I, I think Heineke may be better than uh Brock Purdy here. I know they have a good system, but I, I think the commander's defense is okay. Like I, I don't know. This just feels like a one score game. I, I to cut for us to win essentially the, the bet 49ers have to win by 10. It does feel like the number's probably right. Like it does feel to me, the most common thing that would happen, I think is probably 49ers win by six, uh, maybe seven. I mean, but what? I think if you're getting seven, I mean, this covers you in a lot of game flow. So I'm, I'm taking the, I'm taking the commanders here. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I guess I'm slightly worried that, you know, what will the commanders look like if they can't run the ball, but you know, it'll be like some stuff to Logan Thomas, maybe Terry McLaurin, you know, th- there's some opportunities against the the 49 ers secondary. If you can get the ball down there, I, but I, I think they're going, I think they're, I think they could have some success running the ball, but I, most importantly, I think their defense is going to have success slowing down uh, the rushing attack. And again, we have not Brock Purdy was a seventh round pick for a reason. And we have not seen him tested. I think 
in the same way we hadn't seen Jalen Hurts tested, and then he was tested against this Washington team, and they were able to get the job done. Um, you know, I don't know if they get the job done, but again, Niners win but don't cover seems seems very likely. All right, the other late afternoon slate uh, kick is the Eagles, the Cowboys. We're heading to Dallas, Big D as they call it. Cowboys laying five minus two ten on the money line. Eagles plus 175. 47 is the total. I'm guessing the Eagles have yet to rule out Jalen Hurts because, quote, he's a fast healer. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, uh, I'll let you break down why you're taking the Eagles. But um, Garner Minshew, who it sounds pretty likely he'll be starting, if not uh, just this week, the, the next three games, he missed practice this week, missed some reps to give the eulogy at Mike Leach's funeral. Um, I'm going to ring the cowbell here. I, I won't go as far to wear an Eagles Jersey, but obviously if coach Leach is going to be standing on the sideline for the Philadelphia Eagles and Sean's <laughs> probably going to be wearing his poodle mask, AKA dog. dog. I, I mean, you're, you're making not, this team, a, yeah, come on. you know, a, uh, obviously Minch is going to be fired up. I mean, you saw how excited he was for his opportunity against the jets and how good he looked. Um, they're getting Dallas Goddard back. And if you remember that jets game, uh, Dallas Goddard looked really good. I think he got two touchdowns in that game. Uh, and I think he could have another big game here. What I think, you know, everyone's talking about Minshew uh, filling in for Hertz, which as I broke a couple days ago, uh, will be the situation here. I think the wrong team is favored. I think the Eagles are going to be able to go down there and, and the entire team is going to get up. They're going to try and win this game. One, all the vets. If you win this game, you lock up the number one seed. You, you know, you lock up the division, you lock up everything. You lock up a nice holiday break here. Uh, you know, you could have a decent uh, amount of rest coming your way. You know, vets love that. And then on the other side, defensively, the Eagles going against uh, Dakota rain Prescott's who's turned into a turnover machine. The Eagles turn the ball over the Eagles defense. The sacks they're getting are crazy. Like the, the defensive line right now are they're setting sack records as far as like total number of sacks, a uh, number of guys who are going to get double digit sacks. And this is a, this is a defensive line with incredible pedigree, incredible history. So I think, and they've really patched up their issues with the run game, with the return of Jordan Davis, and then adding Indomitian Sue and Linval Joseph. Indomitian Sue loves big games like this. I think he could have a massive game. And then you look at this. This is a great nugget. Best career touchdown to interception rate, right? Historically, their career. Aaron Rodgers, 4.62. Patrick Mahomes, 3.88. Next up, Gardner. Minshew 3.42. Where is Dak? Where is he? No, I don't know. Can't find him. Minshew's going to be up. The team's going to be up. I, I mean, I just think they're going to beat the shit out of him. I, I love the Eagles in this spot. It reminds me of uh, Jeff Garcia when he filled in on uh, Christmas Day against uh, Romo and the Cowboys. Similar outcome. Eagles got it done in Dallas, predicting the same thing here. It's a sign the uh, Boston College Eagles are upsetting my Virginia Tech Hokies as we speak. Uh, that's what I get for locking up my uh, my my alma mater. One quick note and positive for the Eagles: Jalen Hurts has been six and twelve ATS on the road since twenty twenty. 
which is the second worst record in the National Football League next to Trevor Lawrence. Good thing he's not starting, Sean. I like the angle. Well, that's Give a little the, that's a little flawed. I mean, why? Let's be honest. Why is that flawed? Well, because they've I mean, this year they've been dominating so much they've made a massive favorites. Oh, he so still played really well on the road. It's not like it's not oh, like Trevor Lawrence where he's losing outright. But we that's how we measure people against the spread, Sean. We're gamblers. All right. Uh Christmas Eve, we gotta we as you mentioned, the the Madden Bowl, we'll call it, uh, or the Santa Bowl, whatever. Same These thing. are all on Christmas, uh or sorry, Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah. This is uh this is Christmas. This is when the sleigh will be in the air. We'll be tracking Santa and the Raiders will be playing the Steelers. What a game. I mean, this is the kind of football game that just looks beautiful in HD or standard def. Pittsburgh laying two and a half, minus one forty five on the money line, plus one twenty five for the Raiders. 39 is the total, you know, not, not worth noting weather uh, will be cold, 15 degrees, uh, decent winds blowing 15 to 25 miles an hour. I mean, on one hand, the Raiders are kind of a warm weather team and they're kind of coming off a miracle and the Steelers are still not out of the playoffs and the Steelers can still finish Sean. That's right. Above 500. Let's go. I know we're supposed to take the two and a half, not lay it, but are you really, are you really taking? And Kenny Pickett's back. Are you really taking the Raiders? No. I, I mean, TJ. Since they got TJ Watt back, they're a good team again. Like when I was, when we were both high on the Steelers, it was with TJ Watt. They're five and two with Watt on the field this season. I mean, it, the, you can go deeper on the handicap. Um, <laughs> no, Raiders one to. and. Raiders one and three against teams with a top 15 pass rush rate. Uh, again, you know, Franco Harris passing. No. You don't think that Steelers crowd is going to be up for this game. A lot of tragic uh, magic this weekend. A lot of tragic magic. It's going to feel like negative four degrees. You got a, you got a team from uh, Vegas again uh, that they had no business winning that hail scary or whatever people call it. Uh, massive letdown spot for them. You got a dome team going outdoors and yeah, it, it's tough for me to really, you know, you can pass on the Steelers. So I guess, you know, Devonte Adams getting loose, but I think they're going to be able to shut down uh, Josh Jacobs. And can that I, really is the difference in the game, which should, it should have been the difference in the game for the, the Patriots as well. Um, they kind of fell apart, but the Raiders, I don't know, like they have a decent rush defense, but it hasn't been great as a late. I think, you know, I think Najee, Jalen Warren, I think they're going to be able to get some there. I, I just like, and I think there's a massive coaching disadvantage. Same reason I, I was on them last week. I'm on them again. Give me the Steelers minus two and a half. Well, we still can't quit the Steelers team. It's great. But can I, can I, uh, I got a theory for you, Sean. What if, much like Belichick is trying to position his favorite sons, Matt Patricia and Joe judge for great greatness in the future by giving them offensive jobs. That's the best way to, he knew Josh McDaniels job was nearing the line back against the wall. And that win means so much for Josh McDaniels, bill Belichick instructed his guys, Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers to somehow fuck the game up. They did it perfectly <laughs> like a well-coached bill Belichick team. You really think a bill Belichick team is going to fall off their rocker in a key moment in situational football. No. The second I heard bill Belichick say we need to focus on situational football. I knew that something was up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
all of that to say, give me Mike Tomlin. He's going to fuck up Josh. Mc- Mike Tomlin puts Josh McDaniels or dudes like Josh McDaniels into a locker and doesn't let them out. Remember Josh McDaniels took a job then didn't take, then like gave it back. Cause he was scared. Uh, that's not the kind of guy that beats Mike Tomlin. We're going to break the rule and lay the t- two and a half. All right. Uh, we've gone to sleep. Uh, we've woken up. Presents have been put under the tree. <laughs> I think that's what happens on Christmas morning. The Packers coming off Monday night football. Brian's first Christmas. <laughs> they're heading to Miami uh, where there probably won't be a lot of the cold snow. Miami laying four minus two ten on the money line plus one seventy five for the Packers. 49 and a half is the total. Sean, fun fact. Did you know that game last week for Aaron Rodgers, our hero, the hero of our story? That's the first time he's had all of his offensive weapons healthy. Mm. Mm. And what happened? Yeah, they looked like a decent offense. Looked like a competent it looked offense. Okay. <laughs> looked like a competent offense that can move the ball. And what do we have here? Honestly, I'm very curious to see how Mike McDaniel comes out in this spot. The number is peculiar to me. Don't know much of the handicap. My instincts say to take the dog. Don't love that they're coming off Monday night, but. Packers are still alive in the playoffs. I think Aaron Rodgers, yeah, like I said, Aaron Rodgers has his offense. Bruce is going to deal with the holiday rush. You know, everyone wanting to get their holiday drinks before they go shopping. Uh, Packers offense does seem to be coming together with the young receivers. I mean, the Packers defense though, I, you saw what the Eagles did to them really good offenses can light this Packers team up, but they do seem to have a little twinkle in their eye as far as like going on a run, making a little run. The fact that Aaron Rodgers is talking about going on the run. The other thing though, is two day rest disparity for the dolphins versus the Packers and the dolphins coming off three back-to-back road games. Like if you're, if you're buying the dolphins, it does feel like you're buying them at the lowest price. Right. And when did the Dolphins succeed? They su- seem to succeed at home against yeah. soft defenses in favorable spots. And isn't this what they're facing right here? Yeah, you know, and that you bring up a good point. I didn't jot it down. That they are coming. Same thing with the Chiefs. They're coming home after that three-game road stretch, so they are back to optimal scenarios. That I guess from a weather perspective, do we like Tua in the wet? Do we like a wet Tua? It's going to be wet. He's slippery when wet. Do we worry about that at all? Is it small? How much rain are they supposed to get? Let me see here. I don't. I, I think there's a decent percent. Uh, may, oh no, not not small percent chance chance of rain. So just just a nice warm day in southern southern uh, Florida, sixty degrees. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe we should lay the points here. I I didn't have a strong handicap. The numbers on the short the rest disparity are getting pretty steep. Um, as the season goes on, those mo- coming off Monday night. Uh, versus the teams coming off Thursday night, for example, very much in favor of the teams getting those extra days of rest. So I don't know. I mean, to me, this is, I do think there's also, if you're, if you're a conspiracy theorist guy, like there is the element of boy, wouldn't it be fun if it was Aaron Rodgers versus the uh, Vikings first weekend of the NFL playoffs, our hero, Aaron Rodgers gets into the playoffs. Dolphins do have trouble putting teams away. I I just think we this is now game two with the whole offense, and I think sometimes that matters. And sometimes teams they go on these late runs because they finally get healthy. Give me, you know what? Give me the Packers. Green Bay get uh, gets spicy down the stretch. 
All right, I'll, I'll take I'll I'll stick with Miami, but this one's this one is a coin toss. Mm, I was looking for Shakira. Feels like Miami's a good Shakira drop. All right, moving along to the afternoon game on Christmas, one thirty kickoff here on the West Coast. Denver heads to Los Angeles. The other team coming off Monday Night Football to take on the Rams. Rams <laughs> plus two and a half, plus one twenty on the money line. Broncos minus one forty. Thirty six and a half is the total. Really terrifying to lay points with the Broncos on the road here, especially when it's probably <laughs> Russell Wilson. Oh, Russ is Russ is off the injury report. Yes, so they they're gonna have to deal with benching him for performance, which I don't know if they're ready to do. Nathaniel Hackett, uh, I don't know if he you know saw enough out of uh, Brett Rippon. Oh, uh, this is just, I mean, it, this is we should call this. Um, you know, this is, this is really sad. Cause it's like, if you have cancer and you go into oh. remission, you're like, Oh, it's all gone. And then you're feeling great. Then you go back to the doctor and they're like, I have horrible news. It's back. And it's worse than ever. Your, your rust cancer is back. Oh, I, I, in fact, <laughs> and it's spread. It's spread. It's horrible. I feel like the analogy could work both ways. Cause the Rams just picked up some Baker cancer. And so that that's, that's yeah. Tricky. But I'll, I'll say this, like, he looked the Rams were the week. Rams were outclassed. It was a horrible spot uh, for them, but you know, I, I it, it was a horrible spot for them. Now they're back at home, Baker uh, playing for his life. I guess against a really good defense. I just can't take Russell Wilson as a non-conference road favorite. I mean, I can't take him as a favorite. Period. All right, can I? Uh, you want one? I'll give you one more angle. Uh, we we've been the, like one of the the, the wet weather is definitely a subplot this weekend. Tragic magic is as well. I'll give you some tragic magic on the the Broncos here. Do you remember Ronnie Hillman running back? May have we may yes. have won money with him in DFS. He was put into hospice with some rare condition. Maybe can, some, oh, shit. Yeah. So the Broncos organization here. I mean, last little bit. I know you're supposed to take the two and a half, not lay it. And you're probably feeling like a huge asshole making the cancer. Uh, Joke earlier about the Broncos. Yeah, right. What I are mean, you doing? I, <laughs> Give well, me a heads up before you right, drop this I'm, on me. Well, I'm, now we're going to lean back. I'm giving you not one last chance to not take the Rams and take Russ here. Coming off the concussion, he was drinking the water. If anyone knows how, how to bounce back off a concussion, it's Russ. And uh. the, you can't take Baker, dude. He looked. Don't be blinded by like the the fact that he, like everyone else this year, came back against the Raiders. All right. I'll take I'll take the Broncos I'll just because their defense. Can I tell you this, Broncos? The, the Broncos defense could outscore the Rams' offense. That's a reality. Broncos insiders, uh, or or at least a guy I know who's a Broncos fan lives in Colorado. Seems like the vibe on the sports talk and everything else is a lot less like things things aren't aren't the worst thing ever. Maybe they're blinded by the new stadium or something. I randomly think there's going to be some Broncos fans in attendance here too, who had booked this trip uh, much like our friend Dick Olson back in, <laughs> back in like August and was like, fuck yeah, Christmas in Los Angeles. Give me the Broncos laying the two and a half. All right. Christmas night. Yeah, we get four night games this week, Sean. What a time to be alive. This is not a great game though. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on Trace McSorley, most likely, and the Arizona Cardinals, plus 285 on the money line, minus 364. The Bucks laying those seven and a half. 39 and a half is the total. 
I assume Sean will be on Penn State grad Trace McSorley and his scrappiness oh, yeah. in this spot. Squirrely McSorley. Uh, Cole McCoy, serviceable backup. I don't know if he's he did just get his ass kicked by the Broncos we were just talking about. Yeah, but Tom Brady, have you watched Tom Brady? Have you seen how bad Tom oh, Brady is? Sean, they, this, they're gonna go on the road laying <laughs> seven and a half. That's an insane number. That's a must win. That's game. an insane number. It's <laughs> a must win game. No, it doesn't matter. They're they're all good. What do you mean must win? All the NFC South teams are going to lose again. It's a must win game. The listen, Tom Brady, dude, you're going to lay seven and a half. You're a maniac. Well, I was going to say the sec. Tom Brady going to Germany. You don't want to fade him there. But also when he goes to Arizona, the dry heat, it's good for the joints. He's an old guy. He's fortunately not playing in weather this weekend. Trace McSorley sucks. Uh, Gronk is apparently like uh, per Gronk's uh, Twitter post of him saying he's bored. Could we have a Gronk signing in the uh, in the coming weeks for a little playoff run, Sean? I certainly think if we do a, a best ball playoff episode, you're going to be drafting Gronk this week. No way, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, lay the point. That, that uh, the the line is saying you should take the Bucks here. It's moved to no, but it. it 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 went from five to I seven know. and a half, and it's it's gonna stick at seven and a half. And Me I'll, and my sharp, my fellow sharps are at all over the cards uh, here. I'm no interest in uh, Kings. Does Kingsbury get a pass because Kyler got hurt, or is is he dead man walking? Because if he's a dead man walking, I uh, be careful, Sean. Locker room might be. Oh, lost. I'm careful. Todd Bowles is dead man walking too. So is the entire Bucks team. Mm. They do that. That was a a fascinating way for them to blow a lead. Fascinating. All right. We'll disagree once again. That's fine. Chargers head to Indy Monday night, fourth primetime game of the week. Chargers laying four and a half, minus 220 on the money line. Indy plus 180. 46 is the total. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, on one hand, you're supposed to take the Chargers on the road. On the other hand, how. How do you Nick Foles as a dog? How do you bet on the Colts? I guess is that is that the only <laughs> move that Saturday had? Like he lost the team, he just had to pull he had to pull out the big dong long cox dong. I mean, I I get it. I see to me this is a desperation move from Jeff Saturday. Like I love that you're into Nick Foles still. Uh yeah. you have and you have how many years ago was that at this point? 2017. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, come on, dude. This is a desperation move from a guy who clearly isn't cut out to be an NFL coach. He, in a matter of games, he has, he's setting records left and right. It's the worst comeback ever. Congrats. And, and it was Jeff on a Saturday. Uh, you're crazy to take the, the dog here. Desperation move. Nick Foles doesn't have it anymore. Oh, Ryan, How dare you? I, I know you love the guy, but, um, I mean, I'm sure you're prepared. You you memorize his, his stats, but wh- when has he been good recently? He won a Super Bowl for your uh, Eagles in yeah. t- 2017. What has he done since then, Brian? You sound like uh, yeah. I mean, we could replay the episode from 2017. What has he done? He's not good anymore. He's washed up. When you walk, when you win a Super Bowl MVP, Ryan, you carry yourself with a certain amount of swagger and confidence. <laughs> you forget the Colts put up 33 points against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. They play good in a dome. They're a tough out at home. 
and, and they've they've hung around against decent teams at home. They only lost to the Eagles by one point. Uh, mm. They're they're a tough out. And this Chargers team, they didn't look amazing again at home against the Titans. I, I think this is going to be a tough spot. And you know, this is a rare game where um, you know this is like a rare game for Jeff Saturday where he's not necessarily the worst coach on the field. Oh, uh, so what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's disrespectful. At least, at least Brandon Staley was a a competent defensive coach. Ah, I did, that's horrible. All right, um, that that's horrible. Take is Joey Bosa back? See, I doubt it. Oh, I wasn't he out for the entire season? I'm gonna pull up the injury report here. I thought he had a chance to start practicing last week. Yeah, he's not listed on the practice report because he's on the IR and he'd have to be activated. I'll do a deal. I'm pretty sure he's he's on his way back. I, there's no way I could take the Colts after that. I to me, you can't take the Colts after what what ha- went down in that game went down, and you you want to talk about a team that had their dream crusher, their season's over. They the coach lost the locker room again. It's this team. I, do you think Nick Foles? The only argument, and maybe you're right, is that Nick Foles is so popular in the locker room. I don't know. We haven't heard about it yet, which tells me this is just a pure desperation play. Give me the Chargers. Chargers on a playoff oh. charge too. Don't look now. No, oh, that's oh. right. The Colts yeah, are no, still. Never, the Colts can this, still get in never, the playoffs. They would never blow this game. Not that's not the Chargers I know. That's a. It, these are fair arguments. I'm just. But you're you were too eager to to jump onto a, a ship that just sank in a glorious way last weekend. Time for the lock dog tease presented by WinBet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. About $100. Get $100 free bet. State restrictions apply. Kramer, what do you got? Oof. I was just going through eight. eight once again, eight favorites for me. Uh, crazy. Right down the middle. Uh, lock. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to really regret it, but I don't know how you don't lock up this Bears team catching nine points against the Buffalo Bills with that oh, look ahead okay. spot. And I'm I'm very tempted to just fire off uh, both sides of the look ahead here and take the Patriots plus three as well. But I respect your argument of they're just fucking good, and that could be the case. Well, I'll pass on that one because I like uh, I like another one uh, a ton, and that's I mean, Sean, the Baltimore Ravens could win without a quarterback. I'm gonna lay the big number here. Uh, I think the Falcons could be cooked. And and like I said, I think it seems more and more likely that Arthur Smith wasn't making that decision. And he just, he's, he's looking to end the season there. I'm not cashing that ticket, even though they're a game back, Sean, I'm going to rip up my, my 30 to one Falcons ticket. And for my dog, so many small dogs on the card this week, you know, if we wake up and the Redskins have beaten the 49ers, would you be surprised? Give me the Washington. Uh, no. Give me the Washington Commanders plus two eighty five. Bounce back spot. Keep their playoff hopes alive. Plus, I didn't want to take a tiny dog. What do you got, Sean? Oh, I got to do a oh, tease. Oh, you're not you're passing. Yeah, no, you're tease? right. You're right. I should do a tease, even though yeah, teases week eight, week sixteen probably not the best idea. Uh, Bucks down to one and a half. Uh, give me the Panthers up to eight and a half, even though you said that was a bad idea. It is. 
and give me the Saints up to eight and a half. Okay. A lot of points in gross games, Sean. That's what you want to do. All right. What do I got here? Gonna start things off. Give me Seattle plus 10. Oh my god. Biggest goodness. dog on the board. Square. Uh for my other lock, give me. Hmm. Almost put it in there. It's a little quick. Just lock up the Eagles. You know you want to. Uh, I'll save them, right? Look at dude slow save playing them. aces right now. I'm gonna go. Uh, I also like Chicago plus nine a lot, but I'll don't don't want to double dip there. We double dipped once this year, and it was a victory. All right, I'll go Chicago plus nine for my dog. Give me Philly on the money line. Philadelphia Eagles, Gardner Minshew, ride the momentum, lock up the number one seed in Dallas. Eat it, Dallas. Dallas sucks. Go birds for my tees. Give me Baltimore down to one and a half. How did you not include that in your tees, Ryan? Because I locked it. You know the okay. rules. It's fair enough. Uh, for my tees, what else do I like here? You're on the wrong side of some of these good teaser games. Washington up to 13. Not a ton of value there. And then uh, Indy plus 10 and a half. Oh, <laughs> Sean. Nick Foles will cover your tees, Ryan. Uh, so you got for the circuit millions, we got Baltimore <laughs> minus seven and a half, Chicago plus nine, Seattle plus 10. Uh, I, and then I, I just think we take Washington and Philly. Sure. Four dogs and a favorite. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Uh, leave a review, take a screenshot, submit it over there for your chance to win one of those sweet, sweet SGP mini helmets. Those things are great. Uh, we're doing uh, football bingo again. Very easy to play for the NFL Christmas day slate. Download the SGPN app. If you don't have it already, what are you doing? You're missing out. Just click contest. Can't miss it over there. Kramer, take us out. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he is Ryan. Sean, I just got my bingo card in the time that you asked me to do that. Kramer, let it ride.